Welcome to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. Uh, we're not in the sweat box. No, this is, uh, we got to change the name yeah, of we're the... We're going to come up with a new name. We're in the, uh, actually, that's just going to be a poll. We're what's, what's at the new a, place? an undisclosed place, yeah, name yet. can't name it. Uh, with me in the uh, undisclosed place, place. Sounds so shady. <laughs> sounds so shady. Uh, to my right. John Miles. Colby Peterson. Dan Matthews. That's special guest Dan Matthews special and guest. Shane Forster. Great. Uh, on the show today, we're going to talk gang... Injunction. 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 Gang injunction. None of the good. None of the good gangs thing. Uh, and then we'll get through some. What? Peaky, well, I was just what? like, like what? gang, gang. You know what? Never mind. Injunction. Injunction. What? Yeah. We're gonna, gonna, we're gonna, yeah. We're no. gonna go with uh, rails, some bro. pinky, <laughs> pinkies up. I know this happens every week. Pinkies up, thumbs down, and then uh, we'll go through some events. But first, what have you guys been doing? Yeah, Shane, what'd you do this week? Yeah, so I was lucky enough to go to Denver for the Chiefs to dominate the Broncos. Oh, man. Football? Yeah, football. Oh, man, I love football. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys, guys all love football? Yeah, you guys love football? Yeah. Right. yeah. It was, it was pretty Broncos. nice. Wait, this <laughs> weekend? <laughs> well, it was on Thursday night. Thursday night. It was the Thursday night game. Oh, okay. No, I don't care what you did Thursday. What did you do on the weekend? Oh, on the weekend. Oh, oh, what a dick. Just because he doesn't so, want to talk about it. We just had... Yeah. <sighs> I went to a haunted house last night. Ooh, which one did you go what? to? What? The one on 13th. Wait a minute. Ooh, were we at one. the same haunted house? Yeah, we were, Dan. Together? Yeah, thanks for the invite, Dan. Wait, you were there too? I was also there. I was at there the by same myself. Time? Why were you there no, by yourself? It was super weird. Like, he was just like, he was Hang like, I just like haunted lot. houses. <laughs> he just Dude, really call me. No, my sister-in-law was in from Hawaii and somehow we, at 8 o'clock, we decided to drive to Salt Lake. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was hard. The, the line was stupid, right? We paid for this for the. Oh, we just went by off. people like you. You were probably <laughs> people like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you were probably plebs, in line. We, were we just walked like, right past so the plebeian. We're like, fuck well, it. Let's just throw an extra sixty bucks at it and get out of there. It was raining. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just we get were, the hell out of there. Like, yeah. Shut up, Shane. I was driving around delivering pizza in that. Oh. Yeah. And my window's broken. Oh. Yeah, I gotta fix that. Yeah, it was stupid though. I, I do have to complain a little bit about this. A nightmare on thirteenth. Somebody needs to come up. We almost did this at Laser Zone, but somebody needs to do a haunted house for like northern Utah. There used to be. I mean, one. I know there's wait, wait, like wait. A Rocky Point, bro. I know haunted we Hollow. Rocky Point. Yes, no, haunted Hollow is better than Friday Thirteenth. Nightmare on Thirteenth. Nightmare on Thirteenth. Yeah. Uh, haunted. sure. The, so I've actually never been to Haunted Hollow. Really? It's, haunted it's, Hollow? it's actually pretty solid. Like you guys it. remember? It's, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You guys uh, remember in the old Ogden Mall Institute of Terror? Absolutely. Yes. 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 In the basement. Yeah. Uh, what about the Maniac days? Manor? Maniac the old, Manor. The old, yes. the old candy. The old, the old candy place, right? Is that yeah, where it burned was? Down, yeah, yeah. Burned down. Yeah, burned remember down. Remember Ron Fielding? I remember when that burned down. Man, I gotta go to one this week, guys. I gotta go to. You gotta go to Haunted Hollow. Go to Haunted Hollow. It's I awesome. Do it, yeah, Haunted Hollow is good. Okay. No, you my my complaint was. No, I'm actually out of town this weekend. Ah, dick. Going to Mexico. Fuck the rain. No, let me. Okay, hold on. So at Nightmare on 13th, like you go and you get in line and you're waiting in line to get your ticket. Then you get your ticket and you wait. And then you go out to the outside and you wait on that on 13th, right? And you wait in that cold line and it kind of wraps around. You wait in that line. Then you finally get in the building. Then you wait in another fucking line. Like you think you're in. Like you think you're in yeah. and you're still in line. So it's like a Disneyland ride. And so it's like, yeah, so <laughs> like, you're kind of wrapped around and and then and then they're like, okay, how many's in your party? Oh, okay, there were six. 
So we get in there, and we're waiting in this line, and they're like, okay, you're going to be in door three. Okay, well, like, what's going to happen, right? It's a fucking picture, and then we had to wait in another... You know God what the best line. thing about it? You know what I like about it, though, when I had to wait? Because even though I did the skip thing, it was, I got to spend a lot of time with my wife. We just talked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what is you know, it? Isn't that why you go? Like, you get hot chocolate. You it's talk great. with the wife. You know, that, I mean, oh, that's I what haunted houses that. are about. You just want yeah. to go over in no, 45 I mean, minutes? So, like, let's just get out of here. So you paid $120 to wait in line and talk to your wife with the I don't think it was that much. I think it was. I paid $7 more. Could have been cheaper. that's a lie. That's a lie. Because what I paid was twenty five, and then the fast pass or whatever yours yeah. was, it was like fifty five bucks. No, I didn't pay. No, nah, it was fifty five bucks. Fifty five dollars for the pass him lie. No, that's no. that's plumbing that's money right there. No, and then I bought. They had this. That's plumbing money. They, that's plumbing money. Yeah, we didn't pay fifty five. There's no way. But <laughs> what did. they they had this little extra thing we paid like I think it was three or four dollars. This for. motherfucker, and he goes to yeah. the extra thing. So I'm like, out of here. Yeah, sure. He's treating his wife Dude. right, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wasn't trying to rush. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, no, I, I mean, no, you're just I trying to get home and so you don't have to talk wife, to her again. You take it slow. You take your time, man. Yeah. No, I'm so with what, you guys. what are you guys doing I, to him right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I understand that. So, I'm saying the fucking line was so long. Yeah. And yeah. they yeah. give you this like false hope, like, oh, you're almost done with like, the line. Like, like I almost don't have to talk to her anymore. Like you know, like <laughs> that's what you're saying. Sorry, you know Melanie. We're Sorry, Melanie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did you do, John? Because fuck Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I voted for Jay Johnson, you guys. Oh, dude, I saw he was on there. He never brought that up that he was oh, on the ballot, did. dude. He did. He oh, said did it. he bring it up? He said oh. he was uncontested. I forgot that. It's kind of funny to see him just sitting there with, like, you have no choice but to vote for Jay Johnson. Yeah, I opened up my ballot and I was yeah, like, I like that guy. Oh. Yeah, that guy's, that, he, yeah, he was on dude. the show, right? Yeah, he was Shout uh, out to hey, North You know what else I did? With the great announcer voice. I went to Foley's last night. No, you didn't. No, because no, my Foley. wife went to Foley's last he night. He was there. I saw him there. We were both you there. Saw, you guys are liars. Yeah, you guys no, are liars. I didn't even think yeah, you went to a haunted house. I went to that I did. I'm just saying. I wish I could have went to Foley's last night. Also, oh. with my wife. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. So my I mean, wife. We talked man. about it for six weeks, and I don't even get to go. But we did share it though. Wow. John shared it. I wish I could have gone. I heard it was it was cool. Man. Maddie went. We'll Maddie have went. to have her on the show. Uh, yeah. So Maddie went. Um, she uh, Dave needed some help with the front door and text Maddie. Maddie's been jonesing for the gym because she had a wrist surgery two weeks ago, and so she hasn't been able to go to the boxing gym, and it makes her really sad. So Dave needed some help. Sent her a text. She was got to go down there and hang out with her friends. Got to see some of her her gym peeps fight. So it was nice. Awesome. Yeah. She had a good time. Well, that's good. What about you, Dan? What do you, what'd yeah. you do? Um, Special guest, Dan. <laughs> Special so, guest, Dan. Well, we have two Dan's. <laughs> Make that, yeah. So yesterday we um, we participated in the fall market that Ogden City does. Yep. Who's we? Uh, so Indy Ogden, we, we like to have a presence at, at all the, the city events that we can. And then after that, um, we had a 80s-themed dance party. We plugged it on the, the show. Yes, hell, with oh, uh, yeah. DJ Zion and... That was pretty great. Um, if you guys haven't been in there, Wimpy and Fritz is hiding out in the back of the Yes Hell Now, dropping the best tacos They're in good. Utah. And mm, nice. They've got a full menu back there now. It's um, burritos, nachos, and all sorts of stuff like that. But I still managed to be home in bed by, I think, like 1230, which was... Not oh, bad. Wow. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. New baby. Are you in that, like, find an excuse to get out of the house? So, I, quite frankly, no, quite the opposite. Like, um... 
I might be the worst person for my role with Indiagon <laughs> because given the opportunity to go out and do amazing stuff, which is kind of our MO and what we cover, or sleep, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm taking sleep like every day. So <laughs> I'm really blessed we have an awesome team um, that we can kind of divide and conquer because there's so much going on in Ogden every single weekend that uh, we literally as a team have to like put on – a piece of paper, okay, you go and do this, you go and do this, just so we can feel like we have a presence everywhere we need to be. Totally. So next person who says there's nothing to do in Ogden, I get a kick. <laughs> Squaw on the nuts. Like <laughs> style, uh, over the summer, I mean, Thursday through Sunday, we literally had an event going on every single night during the day. Like from, oh, like today we did, uh, we sponsor the brunch at Bruvies and it was oh, okay. yeah, right. Hey, I to, remember that place. Yeah. John, Didn't I we saw used that to you guys there? were sponsors of that or like, co- what did we do there? I feel like there was some reason why we went there on Sundays. <laughs> well, they have uh, $2 mimosas <laughs> and $2, uh, uh, bloody Mary's. And I mean, I don't know anywhere where you can get a $2 cup of orange juice, let alone, uh, a mimosa. Yeah. The movies are free. Yeah. Uh, I saw they have a American Psycho coming up. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think those are on, uh, I think Graywell hosts Wednesday nights. Okay. Oh, and, really? And, and they do like kind of uh, a little bit more film buffy type of stuff like that. And we do, we do family stuff on Sunday. So today was Edward Scissorhands, which I think is debatable whether or not that's a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie, but we can get into that some other time. <laughs> Interesting. And I was uh, right Tim Burton, dude, what is he doing? Kids. He's ruining... <laughs> So yeah, I think that's Tim Burton's second foray of of a mashup between Christmas and wait, wait, uh, how is it uh, Christmas? Be, Did because it of the the plot exactly. Christmas, yeah, yeah. So it was great because we were. I have not uh, watched that movie. Yeah, it's been a while. We had to put together our our, our November uh, run and what we were going to do and trying to decide what was technically a Thanksgiving movie. I went with Son in Law. I think Son in Law yes. is a <laughs> that's a yes. movie. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, obviously. When Harry yeah. Met Sally. So that was up for debate, and yeah. I went with Trading Places instead because Trading Places has a Thanksgiving, a Christmas, and a New Year's kind of mm. all wrapped in. Yeah, but so does uh, when Harry Met Sally, right? No, they got. Yeah. Well, that's more fall now. What about yeah, you're, uh, right, you're right? The Family Stone. You guys see this film? No, no. no? Anyway. I, th- I can't remember Rachel if it's Christmas McAdams. or Yeah, but I do. Would, I'd like to prematurely make a plug for Step Brothers as a solid Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> like two Christmases in that movie. Like what? Like, even if the Chewbacca isn't uh, movie quality, I mean, there's. I love that show. Yeah, exactly. But Die Hard though. So Die Hard without a doubt. Right. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank so are you. those are those brunches every Sunday? Every Sunday. Nice. Yep. Free uh, and something I don't know if everybody knows that uh, Bruvies is now you don't have to be twenty one or yeah. Over. And Sundays they they have families and family specific shows. And, and so it's a free movie. And then is the brunch free? No, brunch is pretty inexpensive. It's under ten bucks. Huh. And uh, for ten dollars you would be able to get five mimosas. If yeah. You right. right. Yeah. Well, hopefully for like fifteen bucks because you should tip. You yeah. So I was going to say tip. and tax. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, let's, let's move on natural to your the transitions. Jeez. <laughs> All right. I mean, I had it. I had the transition. Like, we yeah, just you read, rolled you right read, into it. Yeah, go ahead, Shane. You read about this? Yeah. So in 2010, was a, right? Was not that story about well, in 2010? I, I just remember there was a story about uh, the Utah Supreme Court knocked down the gang junction. Hang on. And then 
You guys are And now there's another story, like this week about it. Here we go. Okay. No, there well, you, that gang injunction, I remember it was found to, to, like, to I mean, violate the civil liberties, right? I mean, yeah. Civil, civil well, Kobe, do, you know, do you know anything about <laughs> Everybody, including you two, don't know what's going on Kobe, right now. Kobe, tell us about the gang injunction. <laughs> you guys are screwing this up on purpose. <laughs> no, tell us about <laughs> the gang injunction, please. Yeah, on purpose. So this week, um, uh, a, a judge... Uh, struck down, well, I guess he sided with the ACLU and a couple of guys from Ogden who had been caught up in the, the 2010 gang injunction here in Ogden City. Um, they they alleged in their, their lawsuit that their civil liberties were violated because there was not a good way to get out of the gang injunction, so one of them had been charged. And one of the guys, they had both been charged, but one of the guys said, like, I was never a gang member. Like, I wasn't affiliated, and I, and I got caught up in this gang injunction thing. So um, the they... Chris Allred, who's the Weber County attorney, tried to get the case dismissed. They said, no deal. It's going to go through. And then the court sided with the, the plaintiffs, which were, in this case, the ACLU. And I can't remember the two guys' names. And so... You know, the, the, the title of the standard is kind of, it's kind of weird. Federal judge scolds Weber County in declaring gang injunction unconstitutional. Right. It's not real clear, like, who... Who declared the gang injunction unconstitutional? Right, and so so it's kind of a weird thing. So what the judge said to them was basically that that the gang injunction came th- you know, when it came through that they didn't Weber County was not very specific in right they who, lacked adequate due process opportunities for people served with the injunction to get a hearing yeah before being charged and to appeal afterwards. The way yeah. I understand it, once you're on the list, there really was no way to get off of it. Yeah, and so it's, so like as you read in there, there's one guy that. He says he was in the gang. He got jumped out. Yeah, he was out two years. Yeah, he was out, but he's on the list, and he can't... There's no way to clear his name. Yeah. But that's the only thing that they said was unconstitutional. Well, the other thing, the other piece was, and then back in 2013, the Utah State Supreme Court uh, knocked this down and said, no, this thing is unconstitutional, because when originally it was a joint effort between Ogden City and Weber County together... And they, they put this, like, 25-mile area that said, okay, if you're in this 25-mile area uh, and you're associated with the gang uh, or they think that you are, uh, you have to be in by 11, you can't meet people, uh, you can't carry weapons, like, all of these things. Wow. But even if, even if your family, if you had cousins and you are both on there, you could not hang out together. Mm. Yeah, like, they could come and they could, they could arrest you for it. And so, like they're saying in the, in the lawsuit, well, I was no longer in the gang, and yet I was caught up in this, basically, like this dragnet. So in 2013, Utah Supreme Court said, you're not being specific enough as to who is included in this. You're just saying, oh, it's this 400-and-something-odd member gang. Well, yeah, and, how do they get on the list? Do you know that? Well, and that's the weird thing, too, is that they then Chris Allred, who's the Weber County attorney, went in and sat down in a, in a deposition and said there was no, no like database list that the county had. That they were going off of what Ogden City had, or something like that, and then the judge yeah, was like, City, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" Right? He's like, "You you're saying that there wasn't a list, or but then later you said that somebody else said that there was a list, and that people in, from the Weber County Sheriff's Office were writing down names. So which is it? So Chris Allred may be in some hot water later over things that he said. You know, he may be perjured in a deposition." from the things that he said here. Right, and, and Ogden City settled with the two men. They did, yeah. Ogden City said, we're out of this. Like, right. this is bad. So they so, settled last year. So Weaver County is the only one left in this. They are. Yeah, oh. Lucero and McCubbin. Yeah, which are the two plaintiffs, yeah. along with the ACLU, who's helping them yeah. out. 
So what's the status of it now? The judge has just said it's unconstitutional? Yeah, so the judge is saying that, yes, I mean, the Utah State Supreme Court found that it was unconstitutional in 2013. Now these two fellows are seeking damages against the city, and oh. well, now I guess just the county because they've settled with the city last year, and that's taxpayer money, you know, because they because Ogden City and Weber County were sloppy in the way that they filed the injunction. Yeah, and you can bet that if this judge is reprimanding them, then they're probably going to get some damages. Probably oh, some, yeah. Some sizable yeah. ones. So, so there, there are, there are two, so, two so, more pieces of the case to go forward. So what it says is these guys can go forward with their case against the county. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of what And they will. All right. And the ACLU's got their back. So this is all taxpayer money being well, there you go, Shane. thrown out because people were very sloppy about what they wanted to do. That's for you. Oh, wait, no, you guys are all Weber all County, Weber right? County. Yeah, that's all yeah. you guys. <laughs> that's what so you guys what? get. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> Davis <laughs> County guy. This Davis <laughs> County guy, man. That's right. But yeah, wow, so, so what, what, what are we asking? Um, I mean, obviously, we want them to know, right, the JC peeps, to know. Uh, but what do you think? What's the... Um, Can people do anything? Yeah. So the thing that I, I put on as the action item was, I mean, the ACLU has really been the ones that have pushed this from day one, since the injunction came out in 2010. They said, this is not constitutional. You can't do this. They've been the ones fighting it in court. And now they've gotten to this point. And so I would say that, like, they're right. You know, people's civil civil liberties are being violated. Like, constitutional rights are being violated. So support them in that work. You know, go to their website. We'll put the, the website in the show notes. You know, donate to them because, you know, legal services cost a lot of money. And these guys do good work down there. It's a lot of times I would say, you know, you'll probably agree with it. Sometimes they... I mean, they're they're nonpartisan, so they they get involved in things that you're right. Like, that oh, you go, that you're like, wait a minute, uh, they're behind that. Yeah, they're like, pushing that too. You know, they they've sided with like gun gun rights owners and that yeah. kind of stuff before. And so some people on the left might have been like, ah, oh, but like, I mean, their main thing is like constitutional rights should not be violated, and so that's the work they do. And so I'd say support it because they're helping out folks right here in Weber County, and they've been fighting this fight since 2010. All right, well, good good work going on. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to be back with uh, Dan Matthews. We're going to talk a little Indy Ogden. All right, welcome back. Uh, we are here, like I said earlier, we're here with Dan Matthews. Uh, he's oh, oh, in Indy Ogden, right? With Indy Ogden. Yeah. What's your title there? Is it resident? <laughs> uh Chancellor, Lord, uh, yeah, Lord. <laughs> editor in chief, actually. I yeah. think is oh, the, nice. Is the I guess that works too. Uh, janitor, um, all, all right. that kind of stuff. Catch so. all. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, so, I mean, Indy Ogden. I mean, you've got to be, you've got to be from here, right? I mean, are, what, what's uh, so? I, yeah, uh, tell uh, us a little bit about yourself. So, what's really interesting about Indy Ogden is uh, it was started by Michaela Schaefer, and uh, she started that back in 2012, 2010 kind of area as an online resource and blog and that kind of stuff. Uh, I grew up here. Uh, I'm a Laker, uh, a Wildcat, and then. I moved uh, away from the area in about 2002 to pursue a career that I couldn't do here. And then after doing that, um, wanted to start a family, started doing the same math that everybody else is doing and, and really decided that, that Ogden was the place I wanted to kind of come back and put my roots down in. And then a mutual friend of Michaela's and I, uh, uh, was selling Michaela's house. She was getting ready to move back up to the Pacific Northwest. And she knew that I kind of wanted to, uh, 
um, do something along a print magazine. And really, uh, the, the genesis of that, I was back in town for the Flaming Lips show, not this summer, but the summer before that. Mm. And kind of putting my head on the swivel and being like, holy shit, Ogden, way to go. Keep doing you. And, and uh, you know, I'd been hearing trickles and, like, whenever I came back and, you know, uh, getting ready to start a family, especially at an older age. And I really kind of wanted to um, come back to my roots a little bit and really wanted to give my kid the opportunity that I had growing up here in Ogden. So um, moved back bought a house uh we went to print on our first issue of indie ogden in june we're about five issues into it and our goal is to highlight everything that's awesome in ogden and and we really want uh, uh, ogden to be real proud of what we got going on right now ogden ogden's done a lot of work over the last 15 20 years you know there's a lot of people have put in a lot of hard work to make Ogden, that crown jewel of the Wasash front again, in my opinion. So, yeah, well, those, those like. print things you do, they're beautiful. They're like glossy and like, you well know, glossy bound. was a, a, a big part. And I know this is kind of tricky because um, by making them glossy, we also make them non recyclable or not recyclable in the traditional. Um, I don't want to trash other publications, but the, the kind of pivot, you know, you, you, you get it from your mailbox and in between your mailbox and your front door, you put it in the recycle bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't want that. I really felt that Ogden didn't need to be the, the afterthought or a couple pages on the back of another magazine. And if we were going to do something for Ogden, uh, we wanted to make it glossy, like, especially mm-hmm. growing up here, man, like, you know, I, I heard plenty, even my family lives down in Salt Lake now. And when we were getting ready to move back, it was just this foregone conclusion that we were going to move to Salt Lake. And it was like, no, 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 I want to go to Ogden. And so we, we get to poke the bear. We get to have some fun. We have stickers that say, you know, Salt Lake keeps judging like West Valley doesn't exist. And (laughs) and, and no, you smell like dog food. We're coming out with uh, some salt shakers. You can read into that however you want it but we're going to make some t-shirts with some salt shakers on it just to remind people that ogden for ogden by ogden i mean this is that's one of the things i love about ogden i moved from here to los angeles originally and everybody there where's this place you keep talking about ogden why is it so cool and when i had the opportunity what i did in in oregon people like if you love this place named ogden so much why don't you go back and it's like because i can't do this here yet (laughs) so so uh given the opportunity to not want to do that anymore and i kind of feel real lucky because i've i've lived in the places that ogden's supposedly going to be the next and I keep stressing right. to people, Ogden doesn't need to be the next anything. Just let Ogden be Ogden because yeah. we're really going through a renaissance right now. And it's really fun to be a part of that. Yeah. So you, you, so talk a little bit about indie Ogden then. So it was, it was started in 2010. There were, um, didn't they do awards and stuff, right? They have like so, award so ceremonies absolutely. and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, All the way. Do. Yeah, we still do. Uh, we're getting ready. Uh, March, we're, we're going to be doing the next Indie Ogden Awards. And it's a it's a really great way for Ogden to celebrate itself. Like yeah. the nominations, everything comes from the people. It's not one of those where we say, hey, pick who you like out of these five restaurants who give us money. Like, no, everything is for the people. Like all the nominations come from grassroots, like from citizens of Ogden. And all we do is oh, tally it up and, That's and cool, give man. an award at the end of it. So mm. we, we've got some, some fun ideas because kind of everything that we're doing with Indie Ogden, my whole goal was to kind of take what it was and, 
and make it bigger. And and so the Indy Ogden Awards this year are going to be held at the Monarch. We're uh-huh. looking in the first couple weekends of March. It's just down the street here. Uh, oh, it, wait, it, it, it's over on 25th. But yeah. Nobody well, knows yeah, where we are. Ju- Sorry, nobody knows where we are. <laughs> <laughs> the the crown jewel of the, the Nine Rails District. I mean, that's a building. I, I don't know how how long. I mean, I can remember there was an all-ages bar in the bottom of that thing way back in the like <laughs> mid-'90s. And it was – I mean – I can remember any time I came back to visit Ogden, my dreams were to buy that building and turn it into a venue because it's Dude, I had the such lighting, man. Yeah. It's like the it's like the perfect place for that. The awards are like a red carpet thing, right? Like you have so, uh, it's like black tie and everything, right? You know, in the beauty of the Ogden, the Indy Ogden Awards is, is uh, Michaela always kind of had a fun slant to it. So last year it was at the Timbermine, and it was like Western yeah, theme. It was a good theme. Um, we've done superheroes, so it's interesting that you said uh, red carpet because this year, especially with that ramp, if you've been over to the Monarch lately, uh, there's a big ramp that goes upstairs and. Mm-hmm. So what's cool about that building is it used to be the parking garage for the Ben Lomond Hotel. And you can see, like, I mean, a carriage house, essentially. And you can see where they used to drive them up and park them up there. So upstairs is, like, where we're going to be holding the Bismarck e show. It's got, like, a oh, a, a, a big venue we up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we're going to do red carpets. We're actually thinking about doing kind of a an Oscar kind of slant. Because yeah. don't get me wrong, black tie is awesome, but it's also a little exclusive. And and. My my yeah. big goal for for Andy Ogden is to make it as inclusive as possible. Make it comfortable for everybody to go. So like, what yeah, we're doing is we're doing a mashup, and right. and uh, so the way you do it is you buy a table, and when you purchase that table as an organization, then we're going to give you a list of Oscar winning movies. So it's all going to be Oscar themed and that kind of stuff, but. On your thing, it could be, you know, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, and the Big Lebowski didn't win any award, like Oscars, I don't uh, think. But still, disappointing. Like, I know. We'll, we'll get into that, Travis. <laughs> yeah, I was later. looking through there. They they nominate, you know, there's tons of food places. I mean, I don't know, oh, restaurants. Uh, I don't know. They want to spend 20 categories, but what they didn't have was local podcast. Right. So, so the beauty of that. Saying <laughs> <laughs> so you want to win that. So, so, so we are going to be real loose on and let the people nominate what categories they want as well. Nice. And so, uh, I didn't have anything to do with uh, last year's awards or with tabulation or anything like that. But we're gonna um, with the print magazine. We can we can make it a little bit more organized. We can really kind of let people, I mean, they'll almost be like a paper ballot. Yeah. The the categories look kind of fun, really like to include every business in Ogden. I don't like, like a most handsome show host would be one for that. That that could be be something that could could, be one. I feel like that should be like a nomination. I wouldn't be (laughs) sad if you nominated yourself for that. I was going to say one really cool thing that they did. I used to work up up on campus and I raised money for the library and so I got to know Sarah Singh super well. She's fantastic. Yeah. And so she had won Best Local Historian, right? And Sarah is the best, right? And so just like stuff like that. Like, like, Can I tell you a really quick uh, fun story about Sarah? Absolutely. When we were getting ready to do our Pioneer issue, which was our second issue, um, I really wanted to to press the envelope a little bit and poke the bear. And I reached out to Sarah, who's the special collections director of Weber State and I said, Hey, give me everything that you're willing to give me on on you know, Peary and the original days of forty seven, the rodeo and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, harm Peary? Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy's something. <laughs> do, yeah, we can get into that yeah, later. Yeah. And so uh for the cover, I don't know if you've had the chance to see it, but we took the whoopee girl and we quote unquote ogdened her up. I'm doing air quotes right there, sorry. We ogdened her up and my original version of it, she had a pit bull and like a vape <laughs> pen and like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And what was fantastic is our design 
design team. And the reason why Indie Ogden looks so fantastic is because I partnered up with Shea Design. Matt and Brandy have been working in the design field for over 20 years here in Ogden. Matt um, does all of our covers for us and all that kind of stuff, but he doesn't have tattoos. And so I was like, so I want to like sleeve her up and I want him to be all Ogden tattoos and all this kind of stuff. And so we actually had to go to grounds for coffee. And I took a picture of one of the baristas who's like sleeved up and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So we could see like what I meant. And then we ended up, uh, I was talking to Sarah and I was like, now listen, Sarah, if you oppose any of this, if you're not feeling any of this, I'll pull it. I don't want like, you know, I, I really want you to be comfortable with what we're doing. So we sent her over the finished product and I don't know if you guys have had the chance to see it. She's got like an Indie Ogden net tat and like <laughs> a, an Ogden belly tat. And uh -huh. like, she's all tatted up and it's a whoopie girl. It's the original whoopie girl from, from, uh, you know almost 100 years ago now what yeah. 90 years ago and sarah laughed so gleefully over yeah. the phone because she opened up the the email when i sent it over to her and it was like yeah, okay great. if she likes it and it, one thing i love about ogden um from the highest point of the hill uh all the way down is the accessibility like in other places I've lived, the Sarah Sings, you've got to go through so much bureaucracy. You've got to oh, no. navigate to, to be able to contact that, whether it's the uh, oh. Thane, for example, like the, the developer with Monarch. Like mm. you can set an appointment with him and walk in and, and, and talk with him. Sarah and I accidentally did that once. We were we were supposed to go uh, – gosh, we were supposed to go to another office, and uh, we were trying to find it. And the address had changed on the internet, but it was still that building. So like we went in Thane's building. We went upstairs. He was in his office. And we were like – Hey, we're looking for this, and and Sarah knew who he was, but I didn't, and so we're like, yeah, I'm looking for this. He's like, oh yeah, no, it's not here, blah blah blah. And then, but Sarah's like, hey, I got uh, I got the plans, you know, for your building over there, because that's what she does. She keeps all of you know special collections at Weber, huh. gathers up all of the the history of the community. That's her really? job. Sarah is the expert on Ogden, really, without a doubt. And <laughs> yeah, that's her job. And, and so and she started talking to him about that, and she's like, she showed him where it was online. You know, a lot of that stuff is huh. digitized and. Yeah, she's the best. I want to see that. But yeah, like Sarah wants to be in the community, you know, so it must have been awesome to work with her. Well, so, so anytime I go up there, like I have to like give myself, like I, I never want a, a meeting on the backside of that with anybody because gosh, you get into her office and you start looking through. I don't think your average person, almost regardless how long you've lived in this town, can really fathom like the depths. It's like an onion, like the, the <laughs> layers of history, yeah. uh, the layers of accessibility from international banking to yep. the firearms that changed the way the West was won. I mean, all of that yeah. literally happens here in this town. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and from, you know, uh, Capone and, and my favorite uh, – Story is, oh, I, I don't want to get off on this tangent, but <laughs> Jack Kerouac got kicked out of the Kokomo in 1961. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is there's that so right? Many, oh, yeah. There's so many <laughs> out like, of the awesome Kokomo, like down the street, Kokomo? 20th yeah. Street, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah buddy. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, you, Everyone you should go in and talk to We've both been Eddie. kicked out of the Kokomo? That's awesome. <laughs> the Kokomo people, have they been, it's been the same? <laughs> so Eddie and, 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 and Cindy have, have been in the Kokomo for oh, really? ever. And the reason I know that is um, uh, my Bodhisattva, like the, the person who had the most influence on me here locally is Brad Wheeler. Oh, yeah. uh, I had the opportunity. <laughs> I don't know, Brad Statutes. Uh, Pounders was his band. So he opened it. So how I knew Brad, Brad ran Beatniks. So Beatniks is where the billiard part is of Brewskis. And there yeah. used to be a wall that separated them. And Beatniks was that one bar in Ogden where everybody who wasn't a meathead would, would hang out. And that's what I try to tell people outside of Utah. Like the beauty of Utah is you have this 
like clear force, this like clear enemy, like as far as like a counterculture is concerned. Yeah. So all of the subcultures are, are internet and especially back then. I mean, back in my day, we're talking 20 years ago. Um, there was one place you would go if you were not a meathead, not like, and it was beatniks and it was great because it was Ben Jennings during his punk phase, like with the debonairs and it was punks and, like a perfect example is I saw a punk band open up for a hip hop band who opened up for Tanglewood. Yeah. I mean, that was, <laughs> that's that quite was, a mix. That was the beauty of beatniks. And so bread was kind of that conduit between the, the Robbie caps and the Simones and like all of those people. And then that next generation that was on the come up. And, uh, I, th I think it, it's really cool to look back and see how, how an individual or a group of individuals have really affected the way Ogden has kind of turned out. Like um, Bill and Heidi, Kim Bouchard, like all of these people are very instrumental. The work they did 20 years ago for Ogden to be on the Renaissance that it is right now. Yeah, yeah. man, but that's, you're making me sad because yeah, we're in a Renaissance, but at the same time, we're kind of missing at least that music scene. Like that definitely feels like it's not here. So uh, I saw shows at Phoenix on a random Tuesday night, like Lucinda Williams, like people who would blow you away because that's what Brad had the opportunity. He was he was double booking with people down at the the Dead Goat down in Salt Lake, and so he they come in oh. on a Monday down there and a Tuesday down there, and then route them up through Portland. Um, the music scene in Ogden is well, just the bar scene in Ogden right now is is really kind of interesting, and I've I have the opportunity to with Indy Ogden talk to a lot of the proprietors and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I would like to say, I, I, I probably say this five to 10 times a week. We are ignoring one of the greatest assets um, here as far as a nightlife scene is concerned. And that's where a college town. Yeah. And I, I think there's this notion that Weber state is what it was 15 years ago and not what it is now. I mean, they have their largest enrollment they've ever had. A lot of these people are coming in from out of state. Mm -hmm. A lot of them would love to be able to party yeah. I mean, go out to a bar in a town where they didn't have to drive 45 minutes from. And that's probably the biggest juxtaposition of, from like when I was at Weber State. Like, yeah, everything was happening down in Salt Lake. And now you have, I mean, like an L shape of bars versus what used to be just like three or four bars. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate, though, because I don't think the local bar owners have really kind of realized what an asset that they, they have. Well, I there. think that maybe that will change, too, because the bus rapid transit system, which will be built in Ogden, it'll go from the train station. It'll go up, I think, through through town, whether that's directly through 25th Street or whatever. And then it'll go all the way up to Weber State. It goes right through the middle of campus, and then it ends at McKady Hospital. It's a bus? Bus rapid transit, yeah, because they couldn't convince UTA to build a streetcar system like they have if you've been to Sugar House, like the S-Line. They wanted that. They couldn't get that. So they got BRT instead. And I think that what you're saying will really change the way because... But what does that mean? Sorry, it's just but, like an express? Yeah, yeah it's like an express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bus? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like a it's like a bus, but it runs on its own lane and it runs fast. Like it gets priority. Oh, its own lane? Yeah, it has its own oh, okay. lane. And so, so I, it'll it'll be a conduit down from the campus to the downtown, which is something we're missing, right? Nice. Like I took so I always take a photo on Friday, Weaverware Friday, right? I always do it. This particular Friday, I took my picture in front of the Weaver Gym because we were at Cuppa. And I was like, dude, can you imagine how crazy awesome Ogden would be if Weaver State was still downtown. Yeah. Can you imagine? 
So what's really Wait, interesting they are, too is, they? is when they you, have that camp downtown. Not like campus. that, dude. I mean, like campus was downtown. Yeah, so campus used to be like uh, the pretty much a square block from 24th to 25th from Adams to Jefferson. What yeah. was this like? Uh, the, the 40s and 50s. The 40s and the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved up to Upper Campus in like 1953 or something. So it wasn't it even really a university then. No, 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 no. no we no, were, no, we were the, college. But it, what's really interesting is uh, I don't think you're going to see a, a city block change more than what's going to be happening in there. Like, I'm, I don't want to let the cat out of the, out of the bag for what whoa, some whoa, whoa. people have developing over there. But it's going to be amazing. Like, one yeah. person pretty much just acquired all of those buildings in that block or one group. What and, block are we talking about? Adams uh, to Jefferson, 24th, 25th? Exactly. So, so like, Weaver County Library? Uh, nope. Uh, on the other side He's of the street. He's going to say further, further north. No, 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 no. So what used to be the old Weaver State campus. Like, okay. one person. Because they got the Portland building is there. Mm-hmm. And they built Cuppa next to it. The old Weaver gym is still Imagine there. Imagine Jefferson. Imagine Jefferson is, is further to the west. Yep. And then you head down, and the Kamikaze is over there. A bunch of houses. The old uh, Mormon Family Research Center, so, which used to be part of the campus, yeah, and then the, the which will church. be torn down because yep. they just built a new one. So that they're going to do something with that land. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. And then uh, they got the tower on the corner over there. Yep. So wow, that's going to be awesome. Well, and then they've been rezoning that twenty sixth and Adams in the city council these last few weeks. Yeah. That, right? So I've I've heard some some ideas of what they they've got thinking on. Like everything from like modular housing to so so that whole area is just really really kind of cool and and interesting. But back to the monarch, which I believe is like the crown jewel of Of that that. area. Um, I mean, it's like the modern version of of a a, I don't want to say a mall because like that isn't the case. But you have independent individual artist studios like throughout of it you've got weaver state that's going to be a part of that and then upstairs they have a venue um for everything from weddings to to events to that kind of stuff and we're kind of breaking her in uh i was gonna say their grand opening is the first but you guys have a show the night before right yeah Yeah. yeah, your show is on the 31st which is kind of funny because uh you know uh it definitely has thane concerned that you know Things are going to go well for the the next day, you know. Yeah, you show right. up with a crazy hip hop party, yeah, no which it's Bismarcky, and let's be real clear about that. Like, that's some fun hip hop. It, it's 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 not exactly <laughs> you know, threatening. Bones, bone thugs, and <laughs> and that's for sure. It's definitely, and that was you know my original appeal with Bismarcky. I think I'm maybe older but i i can remember the first time i heard bismarcky we're talking 88 89 when everybody else was trying to be as thug gangster as as i can nwa was just hitting stuff like that and biz is making joke songs about picking boogers Uh i mean (laughs) but that's what the appeal really was for me is is wait hip-hop doesn't have to be all machismo and that kind of stuff it can be jovial and fun and friendly and so we've got um some awesome kids who are on the come up Anybody under 30 to me as a kid, so I apologize to, to Earthworm and Coates and, and all the kids, the guys who are going to be playing. But we've got DJ Bryson, who's going to be opening the show, and he plays um, Funk and Dive and Brewskis on Tuesdays and stuff like that. Young kid, really, really on the, the come up on his hustle. We've got a kid named Coates. His name's Cody. He goes, his MC's name's Coates. You should check him out on Spotify. He's got over 100,000 likes and, nice. and that kind of stuff. And then uh, James, who goes by Earthworm and, and Clash 
are are going to be opening as well. So it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be uh, a shake what your mama gave you kind of a night. And it's going to be fun to start showing Ogden that you don't have to drive 45 minutes to, to do cool stuff. And don't get me wrong, Jared's been killing it with a, yeah, with yeah. a Twilight. But I think there's... There's some room in between Twilight and oh yeah, and a dead night at, at a bar on. That's still kind of like a special case in Ogden right now. It's like you're trying to normalize it. Well, ab- absolutely. I think Ogden, you know, like what you guys are talking about on on the music scene, some really cool things are happening. Like uh, the co-op is. is I heard that they up. just signed a lease for the yeah. co-op, dude. Oh. It's happening. So it's right next to the Ramen House, kind of across the street from from City Hall. So, so it was Funkin' Dive, Ramen House, and then there the, was that the parlor. Pub. It's in that building. Yeah. Oh, so okay. so what mm. used to be Skate Street way way back in the day, wow. and then it was oh, Ben Jennings' man. like art art gallery and some <laughs> other stuff, and it's going to be an awesome all ages venue for uh because that's that's how the music scene starts yeah. i mean we talked about that with jason allen we had him on the show months ago yeah and this is exactly what we talked about it was how we when mojos went under and the basement went under we just lost that yeah. you know we totally. lost we lost that proving ground well and that's it it's exactly it's an incubative kind of process that teaches these kids how to be, you know, uh, musicians, playing out musicians, how to mm-hmm. be professional musicians, how and to make it a business. Exactly. And that, you know, that is something that I think the sooner you realize that in whatever your, your pursuit is, whether it's sports or music or art or anything that ultimately it's a business, what you're doing. Right. And it's not necessarily the people who have the most talent who succeed. It's the people who understand the ins and outs of the business who typically succeed in those situations, yeah. which is unjust and all that kind of stuff, but it's the way the world works. Right. So, but uh, I think it's also good to have that space because like kids can go out there and they can learn how to entertain a crowd and whether or not you're trying to be a professional or you're just trying to have a good time. Like if you're going to have staying power, you got to entertain people end of the day. Right. And so if you can go out there and you can learn those skills, especially hanging out with other bands who know how to do it. Well, I think that that's, that's absolutely key. I think that's the difference between, um, you know, SoundCloud and some of the opportunities people have now to record music, but record, like if this was live, if we were doing this in front of a big audience, there's just different nuances. There's different things. There's different aspects. And I'll tell you, uh, at the Ghostface uh, Killer Show that, that happened earlier this June, I, I really got to see that with, with with some of these young kids who, who, who are doing it. There's this kid out of Salt Lake named Zach Ivey. I've never seen a dude run a crowd like that, like at his age in my entire life. Like, hmm. and, and you either have that or you have to learn how to do it because I, I used to way back in the day, um, shout out to early two thousands, all the people who used to show up for audible shows. We had a <laughs> hip hop band like way, way back in the day. And I used to tell our band all the time, like the audience is only going to be as amped as we are. So if, if, if we're not feeling it, if you're not, and, and it's different for the music, do you know what I mean? A, a perfect example is I don't think anybody in Utah does a better job of, uh, uh, really engaging their audience in Talia, like Talia oh, Keys. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my goodness. Like I just watched her at the Yes Hell maybe two weeks ago, just her, just her on stage. And it was one of the most captivating, like 30 minutes I've seen in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a good, uh, a good show because the reason why you're going out to the bar versus just sitting in, you know, and, and listen to a record or something like that is because I think you want the ambiance and you want the atmosphere, which, by the way, what I'm really excited about the monarch is how they're going to like I, I can't wait for people to come out and check out that show. And again, that's Halloween. It's going to be a costume party like really, really like all stops are going to get pulled. 
but to see a nice big what's the best it's like the complex but nice yeah. and brand new like i don't know any other way because the complex it. is just like a warehouse exactly yeah. that's all it is <laughs> well this they have like drop down screens and like oh, nice. all sorts of really yeah. really fun stuff i'm excited to see it yeah it's nice and tickets are at 24 ticks uh so 24 ticks uh they're 20 bucks i really really encourage everybody to try to get on the pre-sale tip because they're going to go up 10 bucks uh on the day of the show there's also vip passes which allow like early entry catered food from wbs so that's the other really cool thing about the monarch right there on the corner of ogden the 25th the pig in the jelly jar uh team is opening up a new bar and it's gonna oh really it's called wbs and it's like wine tapas like all that kind of stuff and they're uh-huh. gonna be opening on the first two ogden and, the 25th like right by the monarch yeah so yeah. as part of the monarch oh, there's oh, that little gotcha. patio that oh. kind of juts out front yeah it's like a it's like a diagonal on mm-hmm. that corner and there's like big windows. Yep. Wow, that's that's it. awesome. Yeah, and so a wine bar, which I don't think Ogden really has a firm handle on right now. And from what I hear, like I know my wife really likes to drink wine. I, yeah. I know there's a big population out there that I think would, which again for me, that was one of the hardest things getting her to come to Utah. I mean, just <laughs> as the, the perception, I think everybody thinks Ogden is Orem. <laughs> yeah, it ain't right, <laughs> and, it, and it really couldn't be couldn't be farther from Orem. So, yeah, well, no. and so are you guys going to be? Like getting into more music now? Is this a thing? So, so that's one of my big focuses with uh, uh, taking over Indy Ogden and, and where I want to take it is we'd really like to turn this into, you know, a three-day big music festival uh, in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, and and don't get me wrong, like I said, Jared's doing great stuff, but I think there's some room to do kind of different bands and not just hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me the other day, man, do you just like hip-hop? And I had to think for a second. I was like, no, I love jet. Like, I, I had to figure out the word that I wanted. I love of working class music so yeah uh, that's what i've been telling john's like dude we need a we need a working class rock band in this town that like writes good songs about being a working class guy or gal and just like relating so, to the so people. not a band but an individual is patty to i don't know if you know no him, but, no i don't uh, keep your he, he plays around and he's definitely kind of got that working class hero huh. love it nice kind of vibe going Patty to Patty Tagalia? Yeah, and he does... Because uh, that's who we are, dude. That's who Ogden is. Og- that, Ogden's oh, blue yeah. collar, man. Like, it's definitely. At the end of the day. Right, it, it, it's as blue collar as it gets. And that's... So I tell people all the time, when I moved out of Ogden, here's a perfect example. I moved from here to East Los Angeles. And I would... I walked around the first day I was there, looking people in the eye and telling them good morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and like, hey, man, how's hey, it going? And all this I'm kind looking of stuff. in the eye. That's definitely the thing. <laughs> and so I walked... Uh, I got home and I went to my roommates and I was like... So Echo Park is like East LA, and this was a long time ago. It's been a little gentrified. But uh, if you ever saw Training Day, the bathtub scene, like oh, that was filmed yeah. like three doors down from the place I was living. Huh. And uh, I went to my roommates and I was like, hey, fellas, what does Pinchy Wetto mean? Like, <laughs> Where'd you hear that? And I'm in a baseball cap and like uh, basketball shorts. I was like, everywhere, man. And I'm <laughs> such a dumbass. I'm waving back, like, yeah, hey, Pinchy Wetto, like Forrest Gump. And they're like, dude, maybe you shouldn't walk around anymore. But that whole concept <laughs> of like living in a place like Portland where all you hear is like how friendly and everything is that. I didn't. I didn't see that. I lived in every quadrant of Portland, and none of it was as friendly as the walk I have every day from Jackson down to downtown. Like even the crackheads say hi, man. I mean, that's the beauty. They might say hi four times and mumble something under their breath and walk away, but like they still say hi. Like (laughs) I I get to see the same four houseless guys on my way to work every day, and we have pleasantries. And and what I love about Ogden is kind of that going back that accessibility, but it all comes from that blue collar roots which I find really interesting now that we're getting this 
new wave. And what I would really like to, to stress to Ogden in general is after living in Portland before everything changed, like you guys, it's coming. Like oh, yeah. there, there's going to be a big change over the next 10 years. And what oh, we can yeah. do as Ogdenites is just stick together and, and realize maybe this is <laughs> uh, me uh, having too much time with my, my baby girl lately. We have this possessed toy that keeps making music even if I don't have it on. And it's the the more we get together, together, <laughs> to, which oh, is yeah. like some eerie, like John Carpenter movie. But, yeah. But that's really like the, if, if, if Ogden has a mantra right now, it, it should be that. Cause your friends are my friends and my friends are your friends. Like yeah. Ogden is so interconnected so and it's so accessible and it's not going to be that way forever. Mm-hmm. And, and we really need to right now, um, come together as much as we can to, to, to try to help help Ogden uh, develop into where it's going to go. Man, I'm so glad you're making that point because it's what I was thinking as you're talking about all that development on Adams and Jefferson. I'm like, there's that river project going on. Like, downtown is going to be different. There's the hostess project going on. Like, they're building everything around 25th Street right now. And 24th. I I think that's really amazing for, like I said earlier, from from a kid who used to spend a lot of time over in West Ogden. For us, the perception and and the the stigma of what the the viaduct is. Yeah, it's like, dude, you cross the viaduct. Like, it's rough over there. Right, like, but, but now that's going to be but, the most accessible f- place for for prices and housing. And after Rooster B Street's over there, Ogden's own distillery is over there. Like, if you think about it, if you're not from here, oh, there's this awesome place. There's a great dog park. I mean, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that if you don't, you know can put what your kayak in the river down there. You know, like it, 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 that's going to be a completely a just completely different place. Tear down the Swift buildings. So. <laughs> so, so which is funny because it's like uh, swimming in the Willamette, like the Willamette uh, River up in Portland is the, where Matt Groening got his um, inspiration for the three-eyed fish. Oh, oh really? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, go ahead and swim outside. And right. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. When they're knocking down those walls, I'm just going to think of all the chemicals that have oh, seeped into that out, like, brick. Yeah, you guys probably covered that. but uh, And we this did. is – we've had the chance to talk about this off air, but I want to just tell you guys what you guys are doing is so profoundly important um coming back to ogden to to a place where i really deeply care about and and really love one thing i've noticed is there's a complete vacuum of accountability and and for you guys to to do that investigative stuff for you guys to talk about the stuff that i mean i don't want to badmouth anybody else but the standard isn't covering this type of stuff and um in a vacuum, in in darkness, like a lot of stuff happens that I, I think your average citizen would just be shocked by, especially yeah. because your average citizen here in Ogden is a blue collar person who wants minimal government, who wants to know that their family's taken care of, that their neighbors are taken care of. And if they started finding out some of the stuff that's happening behind closed doors, I think they'd really be shocked. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for, for, for picking up that torch and really wanting to let people know what's happening, because if we don't hold the people in power accountable, then they do crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, kind of sh- shout out to Meg on that, because you know we, we published two of Meg's articles this week on the website. Yeah. And- we got some response from that, you know, both of them were centered on North Ogden where she lives, but we hope to do more work like that, you know, putting articles out. And yeah, when we really feel the same about what you do, I mean, I think you said it perfectly. Like there's going to be a lot of change here, a lot of money coming in, a lot of new people with new power. And if we, the people who kind of care about this and care about the identity of the place, don't stick together, it's going to get out of our hands. Well, so that's a great point. And I need to really disclose that, uh, 
I have zero affiliation um, outside of advertising dollars that they pay in the magazine. Like I don't get paid from the Monarch, but what I saw was an opportunity. Yeah. Um, during the uh, <laughs> the Twilight events, me and the guy who's, who's now the venue director used to sit at the table during all the Twilight events. And my experience in the past is promoting shows like a little bit smaller than what's happening at the Twilight. And I kept telling him, man, Ogden needs that like 500 person venue. Ogden needs that 500 person venue. <laughs> and so seeing that opportunity that they have there, um, I mean, ultimately, I think we talked about it the other day, the kamikazes would be if, if 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 they did it right like that's the place i mean we can bring amos lee we can bring your michael frontes we can bring those type of shows to a smaller more intimate venue yeah. and it's well, and not that kind of music really like that works there right like, absolutely that, like like we could build our own state room because that's what state room is right yeah. absolutely that's what or what the zephyr was before the state room and, yeah. and and all that kind of stuff and i just think more people are going to realize, like, you can have an amazing night here in August. Like, you know, for so long, you, oh, if we if we want to do something cool, we got to drive down to Salt Lake. But in with the the BART, you know, the, the thing that you're talking about, and I don't drink, so it's not an issue for me, but the whole concept of, like, Uber and Lyft and, like, all that kind of stuff, you can be in North Ogden, and for a $15 Uber, you can come down, hit 25th Street, hit five to six different restaurants, four or five different bars, like, right. and, and, and I think that like kind of reminds me a little bit of like Fort Collins or, or some of those other kind of college towns where you have um, one main like an epicenter. Yeah, because yeah, the college is kind of far from like the main downtown, isn't it? Yeah, and what's really similar though too is is you don't have. Um, there's no like Greek row up a Weber or, or like yeah, anything like that. So isn't. most of the people who have even transplanted to come here to go to school live everywhere from Davis County to to North Ogden. And yeah. I think having that opportunity for people to come down, I, I don't know if you'd want. I talked to uh, Brad Wheeler, um, gosh, had to be four or five months ago, and the city of Salt Lake is calling him like the mayor of Salt Lake nightlife or something like is that. Is that right? And it was great. <laughs> you will find nobody who has more hardcore dedication uh, to Ogden than Brad, and I think really? it was just yes. one of those. I, I, I kept trying to tell him, man, all those – he used to fight so hard and now they're giving out grants and like doing all this kind of stuff <laughs> right. for stuff that they used to tell him to go kick rocks on. But Salt Lake sent him to uh, Austin, I think with the mayor or somebody else, because they're trying to make Salt Lake, like have an Austin feel to it. Uh -huh. And when he got back, he called me, he's like, Salt Lake is an Austin man. Ogden's Austin. Like the downtown's the same. Like he, he went off for 30 minutes about how like Ogden could be the next Austin if we let it happen. And I think um, things are changing. Like I would say the biggest deterrent, especially living outside of the state for as long as I have, most people's perceptions of Utah, the reason why it's a deterrent, the reason why Utah isn't, the Wasatch Front isn't the number one place in the world for outdoor recreation is because of the liquor laws or, yeah. or the, at least the perception of the liquor laws. Yeah. And I think with this 5% increase, um, with, with, with just little shifts, like it whole, hopefully sooner or later, uh, the people in power will, will realize that because I think unfortunately, whether it's true or not, that that perception keeps people from, I just, I'll, I'll put it this way, like booking, booking the show with, uh, Bismarcky, we had a lot of, uh, national people who wanted to, um, 
get involved and participate. Like oh. I'll throw their name out. Bar Bacardi wanted to participate. Nice. And it was great. They're like, so we'll give you this money and then we'll do bottle service and VIP free drinks. And I was like, ah, ah, okay. we can't do any of that. <laughs> and then they're like, well, then if we, if we sponsor, then we can do discounted drinks. I was like, nah, nah. dude, you can't do a discounted drink. Well, what about a happy? Nah. And I mean, <laughs> all of this stuff, which is so intricately part of the game in every other state yeah. we haven't wrapped our heads around that yet which is kind of good it's almost kind of <laughs> this is going to be a trip follow me on this for just a second it's almost like the van allen radiation belt like utah liquor laws so are you guys familiar with van allen radiation belt it's no, what keeps it. us from frying oh, on, like on the, the face of the earth yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so it's a radiation belt that surrounds but ironically it's also what keeps us from getting off the planet. Outside of the Apollo missions, we've never had a live person travel through the Van Allen radiation belt. So it keeps us from dying, but it also keeps us from like expanding. Huh. And that's almost kind of like the Utah liquor laws. Like, do you know what I mean? It's the reason why we're not Denver and Boulder already in like $500,000 for a one bedroom apartment. Right. But at the same time, it's it also oh, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, when I was in Denver this week, so we showed up at this bar and it was happy hour. And it was buy one, get one free drinks, right? Yeah, can you imagine? So it's like, it's like 5.30. So then we're sitting there, and the waitress, it's, we have our two drinks, and it's 5.50. And I'm <laughs> right. like, so my drink's going up, you know, in 10 minutes. And I, so my buddy goes, give us eight beers and eight shots. <laughs> and like Utah would be like nope I mean she never. brought it piled it on the table like, I mean like go. no questions asked yeah. we only drank half of it so we yeah, paid the same adult. amount but but still it was like I I don't know I know I can remember <laughs> that the, the first time I went to a college bar outside of Utah and it was five bucks to get in and then all the drinks you wanted for a quarter after that <laughs> yeah. I was like whoa what is this, this yeah, is, what yeah. is. <laughs> I can remember being like a stupid Utah I, I might not have been 21 yet but I asked the person does that include boiler makers? And he's like, well, what's a boiler maker? I was like, you take the shot and you drop it in a beer. He's like, yeah, it was 50 cents. It's a quarter. Like, <laughs> it's like a like fucking drink, man. Like <laughs> and I can remember just like calling people back in Utah. Like, did you know that in yeah. other places it's yeah. $5 for all you can drink? Yeah, you, you can just drink whatever you want. Yeah, so Everyone's a grown-up. It's yeah, great. What a crazy great. concept, right? <laughs> so here's my question now is uh, – like, when Indy Ogden was a blog, I knew if I was clicking on it, then that was, like, something they could go tell their advertisers or whatever. But with Indy Ogden now being print, it's like, if I want to support you guys, I don't pay for the paper. It doesn't seem like anybody knows if I go and pick one up. Like, like how how do you know that I'm reading the paper? So, uh, uh, what I would say, the best way you could show us uh, your support in that situation, uh, and how I know is we we pass them all out. <laughs> and so you <laughs> then, just then they don't come back. I mean, we're and... going through more than a thousand copies a week just so we were stayed alone. Uh, awesome. And, and so, um, and the other way, that's one of the things I really love about doing like the Saturday markets and that kind of stuff is at transplants and people who've been here for 20, 30 years. Like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm wanting. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the things you can do is if uh, if you do visit one of our sponsors, um, let them know that Indiana um, brought you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I think that's what's kind of great about what we're doing is that, like, I don't want the fallacy of like per click because I think that's a fallacy in like social media and like that kind of stuff. I don't right. think it really equates to sales, visibility. But I think in Ogden, like, community equates to everything, and, uh -huh. and and that's what I really love about this place. And I've had conversations with um, advertisers where they're like, you know what, regardless of 
you know, how many people come in base. Cause one big thing I, I try to, uh, steer people clear from is, is don't do a, uh, a coupon, like stuff like that, because don't give me money to give money away. Like be a part of, we even don't call them advertisers. It's more like community partners. Mm-hmm. And, and so most of the people who are in our magazine, um, want to be because they want to be a part of the community that we're representing. Um, and pretty soon, um, we'll, we'll give you ways. We're going to have like an online store where you can grab hats like these and shirts and stuff like that. But really, man, um, the best way you can support us is support Ogden. And that was really key. Uh, one of the reasons why I did it this way is I want to be in the business of promoting other people. I want to be in the business of promoting Ogden. So when you do see one of the events that we're doing, you're not doing anything go like right. the, the brunches at, at Bruvies and stuff like that. Like that's the way you can support us to support our advertisers. And, mm. and we are semi discernible. I mean, like uh, discerning in, in the sense that like, we, we, we've actually turned down advertisers before because we didn't feel like, A, if you're not in Ogden, there's plenty of other places you can advertise, in my opinion. You'll, you'll kind of find that out about me. Like, uh, I'm definitely people, well, are you going to cover this that's happening in Salt Lake? It's like, no, Slug can <laughs> no. do that. Are you other people do- are doing that. It's it, true. Exactly. So, so we have the opportunity to focus 100% of our efforts on Ogden, and it, it makes it easier and harder because I also get the, hey, how come you didn't cover this event? And mm-hmm. it's like, well... Did you did you send us information about it? Like, no. Yeah. Well, how are we supposed to find? My point on that being, I think people are used to the way the standard was doing stuff, and they don't understand that like the standard gets paid when you buy a paper, and they get paid by their sponsors. Right. So we do everything for free, and so we're really relying on if you guys have something cool going on. Like, reach out and let us know. Yeah, they're going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I don't have a a, a team of people, like, making cold calls to try to figure out what's happening. (laughs) Right. Um, And that's what's really interesting, I think, that Ogden needs so – like, how do you find out everything that's happening in Ogden? I know know it's hard because I have a team, (laughs) and we try to find out, and there's still stuff that we miss. Mm -hmm. And there's so much going on, especially on – there are certain populations and certain certain groups that I think are really underserved. So we try to reach out to those groups first to mm. try to find out, to try to give them a voice. One big thing for me, like here's a moral dilemma that I'm, I'm working on is I would love to print uh, a Spanish edition, but it's just oh. not cost effective for me right now. Right. Like it, there's just – I it would cost me money to be able to print that. And so what we're going to, we've talked to some groups and we're going to do an online version to start with. Uh, you can go to IndieOgdenUtah.com and via issue, you can read all of our past issues. And so we'll have somebody who would go through and, and convert that text to Spanish. That's and then hopefully what we could do in an ideal situation is we could build that group up and then somebody could run like the, the Indie Ogden, like it, Spanish version or, or something mm. like that because yeah, it's awesome. Well, that's such you a know big what you need to do. You need to get out to the Newgate Mall on a Sunday. <laughs> You're not wrong, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs> that's we're all there. Like yeah, we were there today. Yeah, yeah, people going hang like, like, yeah, for sure. I yeah, it was crazy. I was there today and I was like. Everyone, Hispanics like, everywhere. Fam- well, all, like I had, they got like, like I, ran, I, I, I seriously, I ran into like three people, uh, like family members and stuff. I was like, oh, hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, well, I had they like, man- like they have like menudo there. There's a place. That- <laughs> it was, it was, it's, it, look, I don't know, there? I don't know what's going on. Who's he? In Who's in the Newgate Mall. <laughs> it's it's uh oh that place with like the weird Dorito bowls and shit. 
No, that place is awesome. <laughs> I don't know what? about that you, place, John? I gotta check that out. place where is the amazing. New Subway was. They got like yes. pineapple yes. sticks. Oh, and where man, you haven't where been there? did we go oh, what with is that? this? Oh, my God. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, I, like, I love it, though. Like, so you're working up to a Spanish edition. That's great. Well, yeah. I just uh, I can't I can't claim to be inclusive if we're not trying to reach out to 30 to 40% of the population. Yes, in yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's because, man, I've heard a lot of people over the last couple of months – they're trying to redefine what Ogden is, whether uh, still untamed or whatever the motto is. People are paid a lot of money for that motto. <laughs> people are looking at like I sat in a group of I, I don't want to call them out, and they were all transplants, and they wanted to say, "Well, how are we going to define Ogden?" And I was just like, "Y'all just sit back and and, and observe. Ogden will define itself for you. Like yeah. you just have to you have to be open." And I think that's what's kind of unique about Ogden is we're very inclusive and protective, like kind of all at the same time. And if you're going to come in and be a part of Ogden, like I don't want to say you have to play by Ogden rules or anything like that, but one thing I love about Ogden is the connectivity, and you can't uh, you can't like do something to this group without this entire group finding out about it. And mm-hmm. I love that about Ogden. So, well, sure. Dan, yes, sir. thanks for coming out. Um, so You're not talking I, in the third person though, right? I like, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm about ready to head out too. No, Dan uh, comes out every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I like, I like that we can say to support indie Ogden, just support Ogden. That's cool. Like that. No, I don't think we've ever said that before. So, um, I appreciate you and, and the work that you're doing. Um, remember, get your tickets to Bismarcky at the Monarch on Halloween Thursday, night. October 31st. Yeah, Halloween. Oh, real quick, uh, 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 if you don't already follow us on Instagram, jump on. We're going to be doing ticket giveaways every day. As a matter of fact, I brought two tickets uh, for you guys to do uh, a giveaway oh, on the awesome. day. We are like coming up two these days. Like last tickets? week, Jenny Kite gave us T-shirts. What? This like, is awesome. I had no idea that such but, a thing uh, would happen to us. We're going to be doing giveaways. Wait, we got to give those tickets away? Absolutely. And then if you guys want to come, just let me know. But yeah, give those uh, in whatever form you want to. <gasps> to here's what I've been thinking what? about. Lately. How are we gonna give those? No, no, no. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. Away? So I want to grow the Junction City Forum, which is our our Facebook page. Do you remember the Weber County Forum in oh, the day? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like an homage to that, right? Like yep. those guys really they did good stuff over there. So I want to grow the Junction City Forum. So lately, what I've been thinking about is like, you, we need to run a contest where you got to you got to invite somebody to the group, and then you got to tag them so we know that they're in. And then that's your entry. And then like the more people you tag, the more entries you get, and then you win some. I, I was gonna it. say there's oh, two I tickets right there. So yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, so like nice. let's grow the yeah. Junction City Forum. Like cause we got we got good stuff going on in there and well, I think that's so, the biggest thing right now. There's so much amazing stuff going on in Ogden. How do you find out about it? Yeah. And that was the reason why we we wanted to go to print and kind of do what we're doing is so that what? people I, and I can't. I was just talking to somebody earlier today at the the Bruvies, uh brunch. They just moved here two months ago, and uh, I said, "Well, how did you find out about this?" Because you, you'll find if we run into each other out in public, like I'm not as gregarious as it might kind of come across. I'm not like, <laughs> "Yo, what's up, Indy Ogden in the house?" <laughs> too much time in L.A. or what? <laughs> well, uh, just not my personality. I yeah. mean, like that's what's really hard for me is to be in promotions because I'm really like a, I would prefer to 
be in the back and doing the work versus being on stage. Oh, you gotta be the hype man, which is that's ironic. The best part. Uh, <laughs> Dan here is a hype man. Yo, yo, I yo, sure yo. Hype. Dan actually is amazing. He announced some basketball players at St. Joe's game. Really, it was incredible. Uh, it was like he turned into another person. I thought I was at a bowl yeah. game. I want to like, see I, that, dude. I want to see it that. It was. It was. It was like that. Was, was that fun. Dan over there? Like <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Speaking of seeing that, are we at events yet? No, not yet. Well, we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to a quick break because I wanted to thank him, and then we're gonna go to break, and then we'll come back uh, again. Thanks, Dan. My Turn pleasure, you guys. Thanks for having uh, me on. We'll get you on the on the other side of this break. Hey, and welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna go. No, no, Tulsi doesn't know when it. But God damn it, Shane. <laughs> We're doing the poll first. Bro, you gotta wait. We gotta wait for the. You don't watch down. RT America ever. We gotta no. wait for the no, thumbs down. RT America. Oh, you don't. Kind of All right, because it's on your TV. <laughs> I watch Fox News. I watch RT America, so I can see what the other sides. Okay. No, no, no. Man, they are sucking her dick right now. Tulsi Gabbard. Well, why? She doesn't know. She doesn't know this is this, happening. This coming from the guy that's like, "Hey, tell everybody that we had a hundred people saying, voting." Hey guys, I'm just saying. It's you're like, wondering what we're talking about right if now. If she runs yeah. as a third party, <laughs> I'm sure. Wondering. If she if she runs as a third party, then it then it happens. Yeah, she absolutely. already said that she, she wasn't going to. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the polls yeah. today, Shane. We don't need to. No, Dan, yeah, I, I think we need to. Polls, every time, every I time we, we start talking to. about little substance, Dan starts. He's. Slobbering all over the polls. <laughs> oh my god! I think the See, polls Dan are something special poll, for These the people are good. who go to our forum. Yeah. I, I, thank you. It drives like people. People start talking. No, I love the polls. You're right. It's, yeah, uh, but we don't have to read a poll to a person. That's the intro. Are we going to start reading every post that's on our intro. forum to the listeners? No, we're not going to waste their time. Go to the forum. That's what it's for. I think that okay. Can so we, can that's we, a, that's great. That's a good poll that we'll put up this week. Should we put, uh, should we so put we, the poll results in the should show? We put the poll results in the show. Okay. <laughs> did, did we have? A, uh, did we have a poll? Since since we don't know the results of that poll yet, we're gonna go ahead and go into the poll. So is Lucky Slice local? That was one of the polls that was given, or that was one of the questions right. that was. John's done. wife Sheena created. John's it. wife Sheena created this. Four people. Uh, so the most voted answer was yes, and so is Ruby River. So oh. there. It's cleared. It's done. Very clear. This was a. I. I would say this is a very unclear poll. Keep going. Three or yeah. The next, the next highest uh, vote was for. We've all learned a valuable lesson, and that <laughs> is to believe John, even when the things he says sounds too fantastic to be true. Believe John. Guess How did vote? that be the second? That Ge- wasn't the second. Guess yeah, who I voted so for that? Votes. Three votes. John, John voted for John it voted himself. For there were three votes, and he was one of them. No. And the Lucky Slice is great, one. and John is wrong. Yeah, that was a good one. And that, that, and that tied with it. That, that also no, had yeah, three votes. Yeah, it did tie. No. And then the other the other poll we had was who creates better polls? Sheena, Kobe. Sheena crushed me. Yep. Yeah, she crushed me, dude. See, so, that wasn't so, too hard. So Not, she, Sheena's in charge painful. of the polls now. Yeah, she's the official poll girl. She's the pollster. Yeah. See, no, she is not. She is. Yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm going to stand up for her. No, she's John's she mouth. Is. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, then she stays away from the poll. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. I right? in my basement. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like she, <laughs> oh, she did dude. it for like. Oh true. no, she no. doesn't. Everybody. Oh, yeah. no, swear to God, she's really no. good too. Right? She did the. We whole, have a yeah. poll in our basement, oh, and if you want to go get fit with my wife, she will show you some shit. You, I, I, you yes. should see the way I can swing around a pole. <laughs> I would love to show you, Shane. Dude, put that on Facebook. Put that on YouTube. That's yeah, cool. I'll, 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 I'll put a YouTube video. I can do a thing that I don't know what it's called, but it's sexy as. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on. Pinky's up, thumbs down. Uh, so this is where we were talking. This is where you caught us in the yeah. conversation. My thumbs down was to uh, HRC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like it was um, Hillary Clinton. The human rights Hil- campaign? Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Hillary Clinton. Um, <laughs> some clarity on just that. Like, uh, Helen Gabbard, she's a Russian just asset. Saying, yeah, the, like, w- my sister and I had this conversation before we got here. Like, she's... The fact that she said something about it um, is what kind of bugged me a little bit. Like, like why did you have to say something? Oh, she shouldn't say you, anything. Well, right. no, 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 no. Do you, but wait, like, just real but quick. Just, do you guys remember what Tulsi Gabbard's role was during 2016? Thank you. Yes, this is what I brought up to her. Yeah, it, it was. She was uh, um, the she, chair. She was the, the vice DNC, chair of the yeah. DNC and right. stepped down to endorse Sanders. To well, endorse no, no, no. Bernie. Stepped down based off of the way she felt Bernie was handled. And I, I, I oh, think right like now is an extension of that. I mean, oh, really? like Tulsi is pretty much like Bernie's like Padawan for, for, for lack of a better term. You know? In some ways. In yeah, some yeah ways. in some ways, yeah. for sure. I, I just, it bugs me that like, cause yeah, you saw what happened in 2016 and then she got to say something and like Tulsi's good, but like she, she's not really doing anything in the polls, right? She's not like, Moving up anywhere? No, she's not she's going not anywhere. A, she's not a single she keeps business. Raising like, enough money, but I think to that stay in. this, yeah, that this though will like bring her up to a place where you know maybe mm. she doesn't necessarily need to be right now. I think that we've got like a, a lot of good front runners going forward now. Yeah, I don't Hillary know. Clinton really underestimated her unpopularity. I think. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> like as soon as she says something about Tulsi, people are like, "That Tulsi's kind of." I cool. mean, everybody wants Hillary to go away. Yeah. But also, it damaged Tulsi's career big time. Yeah. So, so real quick, just uh, so the the first Hindu Polynesian Congresswoman we have is being supported by white supremacists is, is HRC's yeah angle right yeah and and <laughs> Russians and yeah Russians and uh, well and, and and then somebody who who took her stance over Syria and like all that kind of stuff again is being. I don't want to talk too much politics. Let me just say, like, in an ideal uh, Democratic platform for me, we'd go full Polynesian, and I would go uh, Gabbard Johnson. I would like to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yep. Just just for this moment in the vice presidential debate where they asked Mike Pence what's his name what his name is and before he can answer the rock it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what the name is, is. <laughs> yes. oh my god i so, didn't so know i wanted the, that so bad so we're we're in a wwe world now right that's true I mean, like, oh it, my god you don't have to have any what prior... we need to do is get bobby wow. lashley back because that's who helped trump in the first thing and have him turn on him go heal i would love some wwe debates oh I did. well i just said uh, regardless of politics i think right now um, you have people operating from a bully platform and you have other people who aren't properly standing up to that pulpit, in my opinion. Yeah. And so we just need the people's elbow and the people's eyebrow to... Okay, well, that was my thumbs ones. down. I've got a political one. My thumbs down is two Republicans, but it's like a preemptive thumbs down because I can just I can already hear Republicans like four months from now saying, Come on, guys. We've been keeping Donald Trump in check. We can keep him in check. That's what we do. He might be crazy, but we always keep him in check. And I want everybody to point them back to this week where when Trump did, for like maybe the one time ever, 
backpedal and change his decision on oh, yeah, G7. On the, on the G7. Say, all right, we're not going to violate the emoluments clause. Yeah, even though we already yeah. are. But we're he not very clearly says, I did it because the Democrats and the media put pressure on me. It wasn't mm-hmm. the fucking Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't doing shit. You're just letting him run around and do whatever he wants to. The only people who ever make him change is the Democrats and the media. So you're welcome. And thumbs down to you. Yeah, yeah dude. That's so, good one. so that kind of feeds into mine. I like that. Because, dude, when I heard that, like, that he was, that he really was going to put the G7 at Doral, dude, I freaking lost it. Like, you can ask Maddie. Like, dude, I was pissed. Like, seriously livid in my, in my kitchen. Like, is this guy for real? Like, he's really going to do this. Like, <laughs> he's really going to, like, just wipe with the Constitution. Like, I don't care. And so I was like, dude, what am I going to do about this, Colby? Like, what are you going to do? You know, you're pissed off in your kitchen. What are you going to do? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you are just going to, you know, complain? And I was like, okay. So the thing I came up with was, I was like, okay, what we need is like the the DNC tweeted out something, and I was like, fight back Friday, hashtag fight back Friday. Like, what's your fight back Friday, Colby? Like, the thing that I need to do is like, I'm calling Mitt Romney, I'm calling Mike Lee, and I'm like, hey, you guys love the Constitution so much, do something about this. And then yeah, on Saturday he walked it back. Yeah, but it was just like, dude, fight back Friday. So thumbs down to Trump for you know just crapping all over the Constitution and the Emoluments Clause, and Republicans for you know what enabling that. Yeah, but. Pinky's up to Democrats in Ogden for being willing to take on Fight Back Friday. So, yeah. Fight Back Friday, dude. Like, Wait, is that a real thing now? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Because I'm pissed, <laughs> Fight dude. Back Friday. So, fight I got to wear Friday? purple and I got to fight. Jesus. Yes. Friday. You got to wear purple. How many on Friday hashtags do we have back. to have here, Kobe? Well, I'm you, fighting back against the Can I fight, fight back? Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I want to fight back against fighting back. <laughs> you fight back against that whatever you want to fight back fight against. Fight back Friday. I, I, I just <laughs> want to turn the other cheek on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good thumbs down. So are you wearing purple on Friday? Have uh, you been doing it? Yeah, I do it every day. Uh, every I Friday. Basically don't leave the house on Friday. He's lying. <laughs> no, I do. I wear purple. Some sort of purple. The other day, I had Frieza socks on. Frieza's purple. Yeah, what? Frieza, Dragon Ball Z. Frieza? Anyway. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And he's color purple. I'm so glad I know that. Like, my girl (laughs) is the biggest Dragon Ball fan, and I, like, fought it and fought it and fought it, but I know who Vegeta is. Like, I know. She's going to listen to this part and just be like, oh, there you go. I got some nice, some pretty sweet socks. Get them from Hot Topic. They're nice. (laughs) They have purple on them. Only the top of his head is purple, though, dude. That's weak. Whatever, man. <laughs> He's like, you asked if I had purple. Ah, I don't like it, dude. <laughs> I don't like it. Hey, Shane didn't have hey. purple. Shane, you wear purple, Shane, on Friday? Yeah, Shane, what do you wear on I Friday? Didn't wear, I didn't wear purple this week. Shane doesn't wear purple. I'm wearing pink on too, Thursdays. Dude. I kind of have that at work. We all wear pink on Thursday. We don't have a. I'll, I'll try to get them everybody to wear fr- you got on Friday. Or purple on Friday. You got a pinky up or thumb down? Hashtag we will wear Friday, bro. I mean, the only thumbs down I got is uh, none of us went to Foley's. None of us ever fucking go to anything we're going to promote. Like, in a minute, we're going to promote a bunch of shit, and none of us are going to go to any of it. No, we go to That's some of That's not true. It. We were like, at... Like, I was we at go to, like, one it. function of the 20 we promote every month. We're pathetic. Dude, We have, I got two jobs, bro. What do you want? And yeah. you go to, like, nothing. Yeah. Wait, I don't. I go to, like, stuff thing? I like. I go to nothing in Ogden. <laughs> you, yeah, right. wait a minute. Yeah, and you live in Ogden, fucker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. I give a big thumbs down to that. Thank no, you. Yeah. I, but what yeah. I do, what I do, that's what, Ogden that's what I'm saying. It's all of us. Yeah, but all of us. No, don't bring up. No, I eat in Ogden. Like my food, I don't 
I, yeah, I force my wife. In Ogden. No, you don't. It's the you restaurant in Ogden. We go to it. in Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, but if you're I, driving up here for your lunch break every day? Oh, no. damn. No, no, I don't. But when we and my wife go out, we make sure we eat in Ogden. Yeah. What was right. the last place you went that you really enjoyed? Uh... Gosh, it's like it, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> and I, I'm, I feel so bad, but I love this place, 21st and Harrison, that little strip mall. There's the Vietnamese yeah, restaurant. Fun, yeah, oh my yeah. god, I love that place. I, I mean, we probably eat there once a week now, but mm. you guys no, need no, to go try that. Place, or is it a different place? It's, or, it's, it's a little strip mall next, right. next to the Dominoes and the part of yeah, your yeah, thumbs yeah. down. This is what's gonna happen, Shane. You're gonna commit to one of these fucking events. Okay? Dad, you got a thumb up. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, a, a thumbs down or a thumbs yeah. up? Yeah. Pinkies, Pinkies up, up, thumbs up. down. You choose. Uh, Pinkies up, which is positive. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because uh, we're classy, dude. We're classy. <laughs> no, no, that. no. It's, it's it, it, was <laughs> this. it was this. Like, let's be real. It really was. <laughs> All right, it was that. Yeah, it was that. Kobe's Go ahead. What's your, what's yeah, your... it was like, no, Kobe, what are you doing? You're the only one holding on to that, Kobe. You're like, no, you're whitewashing it, bro. That's revisionist <laughs> history. That like, well, I'm sorry. What? We, we got you off. I was just going to say, uh, Pinky's up to uh, Weaver State representing yesterday. Yeah. I got to admit, I so I turned the game off at halftime because I was pissed because – Weaver pinned NAU down at the four and then immediately gave up like a 96-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. So we, were, we went down 21-14 at the half, and I was like, Jay Hill, oh, Jay Hill look at this had, not beat, had not beat NAU, and I had to get ready for work. So I was like, all right, I'm done with this. He was off yeah. the bandwagon. No way. He and, was uh, like selling them out. How many games have you been to? How many games have you been to? The one with me. Exactly. The kid Davis went nuts, right? Davis Ch- went nuts. He yeah. ran for like 329 yards, yeah. dude. Wow. School What's record. their record? They got to be doing great. Uh, oh yeah, they're great. Like like two games. games. Absolutely, they're great. I feel like they've been winning. They're great, great, great. Their losses are against FBS. They're teams. top, yeah. top, which is crazy. To even six think in the about. nation. Like the that Weaver State is like going to be soon. That uh, Appalachia State, that Western Michigan, Eastern. Yeah, right, they, right. They're about to be that team that D one schools aren't going to want to schedule because there's no positive for that. I mean. They're supposed to beat them, but if they get beat, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's an interesting show. topic. Because when I was a kid, uh, Nevada and Boise were in the Big Sky. They were, yeah. They you used know, to be. And man, we just kind of got left behind, and we have it all. Like, here's my question: If I go buy an NCAA football game, can I be Weber State? No, you there are no more there are, NCAA. Yeah, they don't have it. But you used to. Since yeah, I used to be Weber State. Weber State yeah, you could. Games? You could do Weber back I, in the day. I feel like when I got one, maybe 2010, there was no Weber. No, so that shortly after that, a large lawsuit happened, and EA Sports doesn't do. Yeah, yeah pay your uh, players. Yeah, NCAA. There's your bat. There's your thumbs down. Yeah, there's a, there's my thumbs <laughs> there down. Go. Speaking of yeah, we can get into that. How California is going to start paying their players in twenty? Oh yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that's like we should that we should get Jay Hill on the show for that one. Coach Hill's not going to talk about paying players. Coach Why? Because Coach Hill. No, was a, Whittingham no, already said it. He's like, I need that. I can't recruit in California without yeah, it. Yeah. I need to get paid. I, I, we will get our butts kicked in recruiting. It's true. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's do a, it. It's a domino effect. Yeah. Because if if they do it, everyone's going to have to do it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have Good to do them. it. Good for them. All right. So but what are we? Go to what events. are we not going to this? this no, Shane, you're going to you're going to commit to one of these Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, or Tuesday. Wednesday, Friday. Oh, I didn't hear Halloween night. I I trying to get out. That's Halloween night. Halloween's not week, not so next week. When is Halloween? All right, it's Wednesday, October twenty third. Ogden Weber Community Action Partnership Fall ah. Festival and Family Meal. Nice. 
Yeah, this is nice. This is a good one, Shane. That's a good one. Yeah, bring it up the street from your house, dude. Yeah, uh, this will be at uh, 3159 Grant Avenue. This is going on from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., Shane. 5 p.m. Sunday. Yeah, that's a good one. Wednesday, Wednesday, October 23rd. Uh, Friday, October 25th. So you've got your food on the week, and now on the weekend, Shane, you can Mm -hmm. go out to Ogden Pride Trunk or Treat Cafe at the uh, Cafe Villa Bella. Villa Bella. Yeah, it's right next yeah, to right Baskin Robbins. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I know where it's that, good. Place. that place. Yeah, is good. Yeah, the, the cupcakes. Across the street from they campus. They yeah, do cupcakes. Across, yeah, I don't know, guys. I think that'd be weird if I showed up with no kids. That would be no, weird. Asking no. for candy. No, that'll be great. <laughs> yeah, if you're <laughs> asking for candy, that, that's weird. It's going on from six to eight. Just show up. Just yeah. wear your wear your costume. Go wear to the your, cafe and get not some that food. one. Not no, not the one you. Dude, and we're not gonna, we're no, not going to go. On. <laughs> your Halloween. I'm not going to. I'm not. Yeah, I'd leave that to other guys. Dress up in tights and hand candy to little kids. Yeah. Anyways, next Dem Coffee on Saturday. That's Saturday, October twenty sixth, six a.m. What time is that at? Nine thirty in the morning. Nine thirty. It's right in the middle of the yeah. day. I need to Shane just uh, like you got to get up at five thirty on a Saturday. Like, good lord, it's so early. But this is gonna be at Cuppa, one of my favorite spots. Yeah, fifty uh, five fifty two East twenty five twenty twenty five Street twenty fifth Street. Uh, yeah, nine thirty in the morning, ten thirty. If morning. Chris Neville shows up, <gasps> if oh he goes to, yeah, if Chris yeah, goes, if Chris. Chris, I know you're gonna listen. If you go, I'll go. <laughs> Chris, dude, I Shane's got the heart on for Chris. He man. does, dude, right? Yeah. No. Dude, I'm just so dude, impressed with that guy. I like, hey, I like Chris too. I mean, he's just out there he's, all the time. He's like the way yeah. he grooms his mustache and just yeah. his beard. Chris he's is going to more Ogden events than you are. I know. Oh, that's true. Because you know what? Chris was at the tailgate serving hot dogs to people. Wow. Serving, and he then came serving? and sat with me at the game. And I hope that guy wow, just doesn't dude. go somewhere. I hope he runs for office. I mean, he really should. (laughs) That guy is amazing. Uh, We we should be so lucky. And then don't forget to fill out your ballots this week. Tuesday, November November 5th. This will be a standing ballot from now until. This is really. This is our last. Episode before election day. No, we have one on election day. No, one will come out on election day, but. So then it's not our last one. It is. We should do our show. There'll be one more during the election. It might, be a, like little, it might fake, be a little late. Yeah, we like a little right. fake TV that's got. No, it's fake. You can watch them live, like on TV, there as they come in. Yeah, let's do live coverage. Is that accurate? Yeah, there um, there will be a, an election I watch party. We did it for the primaries. Ever, I can't ever trust Shane. I did it for the primaries, like right here at this secret place. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we can do it for the election. <laughs> All right, didn't we tell Jenny Kite we were going to do that? We, yeah, we did. Is that we all did. the events? Yeah, was, there would be did. a party, yeah. Uh, that's all the events going on in Ogden. Uh, Check the show please, notes for the links. Yeah, please like our Facebook oh, page. Shit, uh, follow us on Twitter and Insta. All that good stuff. Find us on the internet. Now, Shane, say something racist. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I don't think I ever say anything. Do I say anything racist? I don't know. How about homophobic? Let's yeah, go there. You've that there. happened once. <laughs> that did. What? Nobody's listening right now. Can you give us something? Yeah, as soon as we went, like, um, I'm something not going to be anti-family. Sexist. Yeah, once we start talking about the polls, people were just like, this is stupid. What are we yeah, doing? and they shut it down. Um, I really don't have nothing, Mike, but no, I really don't have anything. I'm not even going to force it. All right. I'm yeah. not, because that's when my wife gets mad. <laughs> oh, hey, wow. maybe the thing. Wow. That, 
you know you did it without doing it. Right there, right? <laughs> no, I got. Said, it. Oh, no, I know. I got. Is that the yeah. beauty? Is that the mastermind yeah. of Shane? All right. Yeah, I get there it. we go. I get it. Now. Dude's brilliant. Yeah. He's yeah. like a savant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're all we're all playing checkers. <laughs> it's like jujitsu. You know, you're like playing that he's. Whoa. And then, yeah, the next thing you know, <laughs> whether those go my way or not. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one all thing right. I, I thought that you would uh, shout out is today is Kevin Teal's birthday. I did not know oh, that. I've never it. met the guy. Yeah. I, I think I, we're I, friends. You guys are good friends. I yeah. Think <laughs> friends. And not a single person's going to mention Daniel Tabish before we go. I thought I oh, called him a fucking yeah. douche already. Oh, did we do that? that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we uh, did yeah, it last week, too. Uh, what are we calling him a douche for this week? Just the same thing. Okay, same shit. Yeah. I mean, about, about mischaracterizing and. Yeah, mischaracterizing. Uh, oh, yeah. Because uh, we, we forgot to do We didn't forget to take the election. that he. The whole thing at the debate, the police debate, and he's oh, like, oh, yeah. how he br- tried to bring, bring up the, the injun- injunction, the injunction up? Yeah, he back. was for it. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Okay, great. Like we say every week, all politics is local. Ooh.